they seem large and in charge. Guided by a creed believed by millions, check, charitable, check, well-funded, check, rebellious troublemakers for tyrannical regimes, check, in possession of actionable, well-detailed strategies, check, have a vision attached to a greater goal, check. Islamists in Arab states and Egypt have virtually everything it takes to be in power, with which they have an on-again-off-again relationship, not to mention that the Arab Spring has greatly bolstered their status socially, politically, historically, and even philosophically. They appear to be a force of nature, two men beg to differ though. Mazrimoli, Egyptian atheist, is an Egyptian expat living in the US who started making YouTube videos following January 25th. Masri deconstructed the core concepts of Islam, in relation to what's beneficial and good, to show how the Islam practice today in the Middle East is existentially detrimental to its state and states. He brought to light, in layman's terms without any restraints, the behavior of Islam's men of God exposing their hypocrisy and extreme fanaticism. Masri only reached a core audience of thousands but his impact was huge. Needless to say, his videos angered Muslims and Islamists who either reported his channel to get YouTube to shut it down or made counter-segments. He sternly rejects attempts by Muslims to reform Islam as futile because the mythical heritage and the bad philosophy used to cement the fanatical interpretations cannot be deconstructed or countered if the Quran is recognized as the divine word of God. Islam's men of God, who know the ins and outs of jurisprudence and who have a vested interest in maintaining the current version of Islam as it gives them power over people, will always be able to prove actual reformers un-Islamic. His solution is to attack all the supernatural aspects and supposed good morality of not only Islam but Christianity and Judaism as well with a rational, materialistic, and scientific worldview to strip men of God of their power. Masri wasn't funded by any entity and was fiercely fought, however, his message thundered in the underground culture of a stagnating society and, even though he never reached mainstream status, you can hear people in the Egyptian atheist and agnostic community discussing his work and praising his daring action. Masri stopped making videos after Sisi came to power because, as he puts it, the Islamist threat is currently under control, but he has appeared seven times on the Black Ducks podcast. Egypt has thousands of Masri molheads, but they dare not speak their minds because Islamists, with the blessings of moderate Muslims, whatever that means, have successfully banned any critique of Islam from the public discourse. On TV, Bassam Yusuf, Egypt's John Stewart, took a figurative chainsaw to Islamist reverence's neck. Through scathing satire, he managed to expose the absurdity, hypocrisy, and lies of Egypt's Islamists all while making millions of Egyptians laugh at their nonsensical, obsolete ideas. Bassam's assault, whether he knew it or not, was psychological. To understand this you have to understand the strength of Muslim sheikhs in Egypt. Most of these men of God come from really humble families and rise to influence by wielding the word of God, an increasingly religious society gives them more power so they work tirelessly on Islamizing, religiousizing, every facet of our lives. The end result is that a greater number of Egyptians end up seeking their authority on almost everything they do, power. So when Bassam Yusuf made well-educated, good-looking girls pee and wet their pants laughing at a sheikh who knows his true value lies in people surrendering their minds to him, he effectively slaughtered his ego. Not all Egyptian seculars seem to know this and some even seem to despise him for past pro-equin and current anti-Sisi stances. Yet still, all things considered, Yusuf has shown us all that the dragon is easily slain.